0: The TSW Roundtable is a proud member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Head to StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world.
1: Hello there. You want the bad news? Roger, roger. The Force, it's calling to you.
0: This is not going to go the way you think now you will experience the full power of the dark side
1: that's not how the force works
0: i need someone to show me my place in all this
1: this is madness let the past die kill it it's a trap fulfill
0: your destiny Mm. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the TSW Roundtable. Once again, I am your moderator, Robert Cast, and we have a really awesome episode lined up for you today, because we, as the Star Wars Commonwealth, have exploded in this new year of 2018. We have two awesome shows that have joined the Commonwealth, and very distinct, and very, we're, we're going to get into that, this entire show, because this is the introduction. This is, an uh, we have two. The Tatooine Sons and Less Than 12 Parsecs, which have both joined our Star Wars Commonwealth. And you're here to meet the, uh, the showrunners for these podcasts. So first, all the way from California, USA, uh, we have Dave from the Tatooine Sons. You want to say hi, Dave? Hello, uh,
2: Commonwealth uh, Roundtable listeners. I'm excited to be on here.
0: Awesome. Well, it's great to have you. And of course, we have uh, Tim from Less Than 12 Parsecs podcast.
1: Hey guys, thanks for having me on. This is a great pleasure. It's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, this is awesome. So here we go. Normally we have VIPs and other people on the, and other hosts from around the Commonwealth. But this is a this is kind of like the very special episode because uh, you guys are the new guys. You're you're new to the Commonwealth. Not that the Commonwealth is like ancient. It's not like you mean the British Commonwealth. <laughs> but <laughs> again, U.S. You guys have seceded from that, so that's not. <laughs> anyway, Sorry. that's neither here nor there. <laughs> So I'm gonna throw it off to to Dave first. You're Tatooine sons, tell me about your podcast and uh, and and what it's what it's all about and how it
2: started. Yeah, it started. Uh, the idea came up at Star Wars Celebration in 2017. Um, uh, it was sort of uh, our family um, doesn't give like gifts to each other; we give experiences. And so for Christmas uh, last, <coughs> or excuse me, December 2016. Uh, we thought, what an awesome idea of taking Sam and Nathan, my two sons, who were 14 and 10 at the time. Uh, let's take them to Star Wars Celebration Orlando for the 40th anniversary of Star Wars. And so we went down there and had an absolute blast. And while we were down there, actually a couple of different podcasts uh, interviewed um, my boys down there. And we were talking about how much fun that was. And my sons got this idea. We sit around talking about Star Wars all the time in our house. So let's uh, put a microphone between the three of us once a week and see what happens. And that's how Tatooine Sons came out. So it really is a, just a podcast where a dad and his two sons geek out about Star Wars for about an hour every week. Awesome. Awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Orlando Celebration, uh, I was there myself. Uh, we obviously didn't meet. But again, how many tens of thousands of people were there? It would, right. uh, even, if, even if we tried to meet, I know Mark and I, we tried to meet up. We had the Rose Squadron podcast down there, the Skyhoppers, and it took us till the last night in order to have a couple beers with the Rose Squadron guys <laughs> because it, it was it was just that chaotic. So absolutely, that's awesome, and uh, I I love that giving experiences rather than gifts. Because uh, my daughter's birthday last year, I gave her well the gift of where I'm taking her to San Diego Comic Con this coming july coming up and it's it's along the same vein because she's 14 she's at an age where she's not always going to want to go on a trip with dad but here you are (laughs) i mean it just i this the similarities are really awesome because it's 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 something they'll remember forever it's a it's a bucket list thing too if you got you mean you go to star wars celebration if you can't make the rest of them you always have that one
2: absolutely yeah Yeah, that was a lot of fun
0: So uh, that's awesome. Um, I had a question from uh, Rob Williams from the Generation X-Wing podcast. And he was asking, uh, how did the idea of podcasting with the family come about? And do any of your kids' classmates listen?
2: (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So the idea uh, really came about with a couple of other podcasts. Well, we had, we had three things that happened while we were down there. We had two podcasts interview both of my sons, uh, about their experience at celebration and they had a great time. And those podcasters, both of them said, uh, Hey, you guys should do a podcast sometime. Cause my sons, um, were, were, you know, are able to communicate that uh, their love for star Wars pretty clearly. Uh, most of the time, sometimes <laughs> on the podcast, it gets a little wonky, but they're, they're young too. So, um, and then, uh, we got, we were at the 40 years of three PO mm-hmm. panel uh, there and that was costume day for us. That was the day that I was wearing my Jedi costume and my oldest uh, Sam was wearing his job of the hut, inflatable uh, costume and BB Nate was wearing a, uh, a BB eight inflatable costume and the pre-show uh, you know, hype guy uh, br- saw them walking into the auditorium there, the theater and asked them to come sit on stage and they got a bug for the, the applause and the excitement. And they, they bugged me for a few months after that about doing a podcast. So that's how, uh, we, we came about with that. As far as classmates, I've been in the nonprofit world for the last, you know, 10 years. And that means I'm on the road a lot and I'm traveling a lot and I like to bring them with me. So we made the decision years ago to homeschool. So okay. they don't have, yes, their classmates listen to it cause they're on the podcast cause it's just two of them. But, um, <laughs> Um, but as far as like other friends in the community and stuff like that, yeah, it's fun to see. They didn't even know that their friends were listening to it, but they uh, uh, saw them posting my oldest posting on Facebook and other other sources, and and yeah, they definitely listened to it, and it's it's, it's been a lot of fun for them.
0: Awesome, yeah. Well, it, it sounds fantastic. We're gonna get into uh, it a little bit more in a second here, but I want to throw it over to Tim. Less than 12 parsecs. Now, I, I've, I've list, been listening to both your guys' shows and it's very, very different, but I, I really like the idea
1: of this Lesson 12 because it's you got is it a quick bite thing? Um, yeah, yeah. Each show, each episode, my goal is five minutes. Uh, you know, sometimes seven, sometimes three, but five minutes is the sweet spot. <laughs> I just don't have a lot of time. Uh, I, I don't want to sound like a jerk going, I'm a busy guy, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a busy guy, but <laughs> enjoy the hobby of podcasting. So uh, a couple of years ago, after doing a long form podcast, uh, my life sort of changed and, and I had less free time and I missed the hobby. So I thought, well, what can I do to still feed that need to podcast, but yet fit it into my schedule. So uh, I'm actually friends, good friends with Alan Voivod, who does star Wars seven by seven. He was the first, a daily Star Wars podcast and he does his his tagline was seven days a week, seven minutes a day. So I said, Hey Alan, you know what? Can I, you know, steal your idea and do a seven minute podcast or actually I told him I would do less than seven minutes. That was my promise to him. (laughs) So I I try not to go over seven minutes. Uh, Over the years, Alan has sort of grown. His podcast has become more like seven minutes and longer. So uh, I feel like I've cornered the market on the short form show. (laughs) And so, yeah, uh, I I shoot for every other day. I'm not daily. Daily. Uh, honestly, I do two to four a week, uh, and it's it's just it's fun for me. I do it for myself. It's a hobby. I enjoy it. I put it out there, and if someone listens to it, if one person who I don't know listens to it, I'm happy.
2: Uh,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I feel it's weird when you. I know a lot of us can look at our logistics, and you can see. I mean, I get a weekly podcast I do with a buddy of mine. And we've been listened to in over thirty countries around the world, and it's like, what us? Like, what? like it just doesn't make. Yeah. S- it, it it's hard to process, but this is this is it. This is what it is. It's the internet. This is your reach is un- limitless. You
1: mean? So. Oh yeah.
0: Um. Uh, real quick, Tim. Uh. Rob Williams sends
1: you a question as well. <laughs> I know. I've been dreading this. I you read it in advance. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> what's your biggest challenge so far as a podcaster? I think my biggest challenge is myself. Um, You would think with a little show like this, it'd be easy to pump out content. You know, I could do two shows a day, eight days a week if I wanted to. Um, But I don't. Uh, I, I, I think I'm, I'm a bit lazy. I have poor management skills, <laughs> and so my biggest challenge is just getting off my backside and, and producing content sometimes. I get these great ideas. I'm like one of those guys who can't sleep sometimes, and my brain goes crazy, and I I just make up lists of awesome things I want to do, and then I never do them. <laughs> so my biggest block, my biggest challenge is myself sometimes. <laughs> well, I, w- I was listening to a few of your
0: episodes, and the – but – you still have your intro and you still have your your outro and you have little sound bites in in the middle like yeah. it's it actually aside from the sit down time behind the mic once you get into the editing there's no real difference be- when you're laying all that stuff in than doing it a, a weekly a, entire like say 30 minute episode because it's you the work is still there like your yeah. podcast is seven minutes but i'm sure you, you gotta sit down for an hour to you mean rig everything up, make sure it's great, make sure it sounds good, make sure the intro, outro fades in, fades out, sound bites. Like it's a lot there's a lot more to it. And I, my joke with anybody i podcast with is like, oh, this is what we're doing right now in the moment is the easy part because there's three oh, yeah. of us that are just getting together on a Saturday morning to talk about Star Wars. That's you I mean that's that's a joy. It's the other stuff after what people don't see that goes on behind behind the mic where uh, all about podcasting. This is like, okay, now we we had discussions before we started recording. We have to make sure we line everything up, especially when you're doing stuff with, if you have a guest on your show, then you have to line up, you know, times. Like we got uh, Dave, you're in California. You're a three-hour time difference. So we got to make sure that goes over well. Like uh, I had last year, I tried to set up a round table and a couple people couldn't show up because I messed up because apparently Canada... Leaps back or leaps forward in our time change, and the u k doesn't they lag a couple of weeks behind us mm, much I've had like that problem, yeah, much like the release of rebels. I don't know why it's a thing, but, <laughs> but they're a couple of weeks behind North America. so it, there's a lot of logistics that people don't understand what go in that goes into this. and that's where the the love of podcasting as a hobby kind of really takes the reins, you know, because like I said, three dudes talking about Star Wars like. That's
1: easy. (laughs) Yeah, I'll admit I like 80% of my shows I script out in advance. Uh, I I just don't start babbling. Turn on the mic and start babbling. Occasionally I do that and I never really am happy with the the end product. But, uh, you know, so like I said, most of the time I'll script it. That's an hour. It's, you know, recording is the fast part. Editing is another hour. So, you know, for a seven minute show, it's like a two hour chunk of my day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw it back to Dave. You're.
0: Okay, I'm going to get to both you guys on this, but your your shows as a, as the Commonwealth. We have almost. We thought we had every base covered. We have. <laughs> I do. I do a lot. Of, I do some stuff for the uh, the Astromech Builders. I know Rob Williams, a Gen X Wing. He does a lot with the Five Zero First. So you're getting peeks behind the scenes there. Uh, we have Skyhoppers that are all over, you I mean, they have their book club, the Nerd Room with all their collectibles and Tumbling Saber and Talk Star Wars with their with their weekly news and their in-depth discussions and we have TSW Comics which I do with Mark and Tim from the Nerd Room. So we're covering it we thought we got it. Like this what else we need? And then here you you guys are with uh, with Tim and your, your format and how much like quick bites and like, this is, and it's, it's not necessarily a daily news thing. I've, I hear that even Mark does that for our patrons. He throws out the, uh, his daily show, but you Tim, you have these quick bite shows that are just like you said, they're scripted, but they're just thoughts. Something you yeah, want to talk exactly.
1: about. Yeah, exactly. It's something that's popped into my head yeah. uh, during the day. I'm a Star Wars yeah. nerd, so. Twice, you, three times, five times an hour, Star Wars pops into my yeah. brain. <laughs> if I have a good thought, I jot it down and roll with it. Yeah, and you're not just
0: re- you're not just like, oh, I saw this on my Facebook feed. It's it's news yeah. here it is. And Dave, like here you are now you, I've talked we've talked about this on the roundtable tons, we've had because I'm at an age where I saw I call it the the projected generation because I saw <laughs> Star Wars before it was a new hope. At the drive in yeah, with my parents yeah. in 1977. Now I'm that gives away my age, but uh Mark as well. We call us, it's kind of like this badge of honor we had. It's like, yeah, we were there. <laughs> we were and <laughs> now you have your sons that you're passing this 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 uh, this saga on to. Now it's 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 just a, a it's such a different dynamic for a show. It's really awesome. Like it's it's I know you said, uh, "Is this something you just wanted to do with your kids?" Like, I know you're saying when uh, they're they're very uh, good with the mic, especially like you're saying at celebration when they're approached, they have no problem. I listen to your show when they're, you I mean, you got you know, BB Nate, <laughs> I mean, like everything. It seems very natural, and you know when they're kids and they're kids behind the mic, and it's it's it just it's a totally different perspective, and I think uh for both your shows i think this is uh, congratulations on on what you guys are doing because it's again i thought every base is covered and apparently nope (laughs) nope there's there's more to be put out there
2: right yeah it's it's been a lot of fun um it's a, it's a weekly appointment, too, uh, with my sons where we get to have a conversation about something that we all love. And uh, what we have found is that it's actually made our relationship a little bit stronger because we have to learn how to cooperate. We have to learn how to work together. It's a way I can pass on to them uh, the ideas of what it's going to take to be successful uh, when they, you know, get into the real world. Um, they have a, a schedule they have to follow. They have prep that they have to do. Um, and, and sometimes you have to turn down other things because we've got a recording session, uh, set up and, and, uh, for, from a dad perspective, there's a lot outside of Star Wars that this has done for us. Um, but one of the, one of the things that I absolutely have been so excited about when it comes to people that are listening to this is that I keep hearing story after story after story of dads and moms Who have started listening to this podcast with their kids so they'll sit around the table on sunday afternoon or or uh you know eating breakfast one day during the week and they'll pop on the podcast and it's a way that dads and moms and their kids and have been able to um connect with their kids over something that they love which is exact same way we've got a guy that's down in uh fort worth texas that's a foster dad to six kids and they've uh they sit around on monday morning before they leave for school and listen to our podcast and that kind of stuff is what makes this uh, really exciting for us.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And also, too, um, when it comes to kids, and you're, I mean, I got a, a 14 month old baby, and I have a 14 year old daughter. So, wow. uh, yes. Yeah, so, but when it comes to, especially, you have a 14 year old yourself, scheduling and what what you're you're teaching them too, especially you know, as a podcaster, if you got these families that are that are making your show appointment listening on Monday morning you got to be there because guess yeah. what if if your show if they say now nah, we'll record tomorrow and then they go to listen to your show and it's not there they might scroll down and find another star wars podcast and never return so right. it's 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 a it's a commitment not only to the th- the the three of you making the commitment to each other it's a commitment to your listeners yeah that, absolutely you know and oh. it, it's it's okay to have weeks off it, but it's it's when you like, I know I put like clips together on my weekly show. And so when we know, see over Christmas break, that's when you get our greatest hits volume two. ever come out. And, and the listeners know that it's, and we prepare them for it, but we try not to miss. And it's just, it's a, it's a good lesson to learn because there's in, we all know in life, man, once you're out of high school and you're on your own, it's like, there's, you know, like there's, Appointments are appointments, and when it comes uh, now, to-
1: I feel now I feel bad for just letting my show <laughs> yeah. be sporadic, you know, eh, two three times a week, whenever I mean, uh, whenever I get the time. Now, now I'm feeling guilty. Well, yeah, it, I'm, in my your game, guys,
0: <laughs> yes, in, in your defense, though, your your you know, your show is completely different. It's it's random thought. When I hear your show, it's almost like I got a text from a buddy going, "I just had this thought about like you were talking about your last episode about connections." Trying to get into Star Trek with Star Wars, <laughs> and it would be like having my buddy text me just a, a thought. You know what I mean? It's that thing that's there on your phone. So when I see a new lesson twelve parsecs pop up, it's like, oh, oh, I wonder what Tim's thinking. It's that's that's kind of connection I make with it. Anyway.
1: Okay, thank you. I feel a little better.
0: I <laughs> <it>. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so let's get into. I'm going to pass it around. I'll throw it to Tim first. The Star Wars Commonwealth. How'd you hear about it? Who, which one of us roped you in? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, again, a little origin story between, for
1: you joining our little justice league here or, or yeah, Avenger or certain. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I really started getting into star Wars podcast in general. Uh, maybe I want to say about six or seven years ago. Uh, I, I got my, my job sort of changed and I had a lot of free time at work. So, you know, they don't let you pull up videos on the computer in the office. and they, I don't work for a cool place like that, you know. But I'm allowed to play with my phone. So, you know, pulling up podcasts left and right to listen to. And I would always just search for new shows. In fact, I became so obsessed for searching for new Star Wars podcasts that I started this website called StarWarsPodcastMasterList.com. I know it's a mouthful, but there was an old website I liked called ComicBook masterlist.com which listed all the comic book shops in the country so i started the star wars podcast masterlist.com just to list every star wars podcast i could find i have over i have a list of over 100 active shows these are shows that are still being produced i have another 50 that i need to add to the list i've just fallen behind in the last couple months so anyway that's how i stumbled onto the commonwealth was just by searching for shows in general I think uh, Generation Generation X Wing was the first show I listened to on the pod, uh, on the network. I think I dropped. Uh, I, I sent them an email at one point saying, "Hey, I really like your stuff," and just told them that I've added them to the master list site. And then I heard back from Rob Williams saying, "Hey, great, we appreciate it. Here's all the other shows in the Commonwealth. Can you add them as well?" And I did, and uh, that's how I became familiar with the Commonwealth and. Once I learned about all the other shows, I've, like I said, my goal is to listen to every podcast out there, every star Wars podcast at least once. And I know I have. Um, and then I think I, through Twitter or Facebook, or I, I just sort of struck up a conversation a few times with Rob Williams. And then he just randomly dropped me, uh, an email a couple months ago saying, Hey, you want to join the Commonwealth now? My old Star Wars podcast, before I did Less Than 12 Parsecs, was called The Expanded Verse. Uh, I did it with a, a friend, Jason Collier. Our our show there was we just chatted with other Star Wars fans who were doing interesting things with their love of Star Wars. So if they had a, a a Star Wars project, like we would talk to people from the R2 Builders Club. We would talk to other podcasters. We'd talk to people doing fan films or making their own comic books. Uh, and we would interview them. So we had that long form. This, uh, I'm rambling. I apologize. No, nope, so this, we this had, is what it's all about. <laughs> this yeah. is the roundtable. So We had that long form podcast. Uh, my life got busy. I couldn't do the long form podcast anymore. That's when less than 12 parsecs started. Jason was still doing the expanded Phantomverse without me. So we, we jokingly said, hey, let's do our own network. We'll you know, your show, my show, we'll call it the expanded Phantomverse network uh, and, and good to go so we we put that tag on our shows well a couple years later uh just the couple months ago honestly jason's like you know what i gotta step away from the expanded faniverse his his life was changing things are going on he couldn't do the show anymore i'm like cool no problem the network was just two guys so we decided to dissolve the network two guys two shows no big deal and the same week we made that decision, I had an email from Rob saying, "Hey, just curious, what's going on with the expanded fandomverse? And uh, are you guys still a network? And do you want to join us?" Okay, so here's the deal: before I get that email, and I knew the network we were part of, we were doing, was coming to an end. I started thinking, "Well, I want to join another network. Networks are fun. It's a it's a great way to ne- network with yeah, people. Absolutely, no yeah, pun intended, <laughs> you know." so I thought of my three favorite star Wars podcast networks out there. And of course, Commonwealth was in the top three. Oh, and so before I could even send a letter to you guys or any of these other networks to say, Hey, my show is free. Can I join up? I got the letter from Rob. So it was like, it was karma. It was the force. So I never sent, I never sent letters to the other podcast networks. Uh, they're great networks. Uh, I would be honored to be part of them, but because it was just a sign, you know. the The force works in mysterious ways, and and because he emailed me before I could email him with the same question, I'm like, oh, I got to do it. I got to join the Commonwealth. So there you go. And that was the last couple months. And and I told that story before. I've told it better. I apologize. <laughs> I'm just a little over caffeinated this morning. <laughs> yeah, no worries.
0: This this is this is what yeah. this this episode's all about. Like I said, it's just a, uh, it's a deep dive into these two new faces and shows on our Commonwealth. It's it's. It's, it, it, the Commonwealth is getting uh, bigger and, it, and, and, it's, and it's nice, like I mentioned earlier, it's nice that we're expanding, but we're expanding and we're not, we're not doubling up a whole lot. You know, of course, when huge, everybody had the Last Jedi reaction show out, like of oh, course, yes. like that's just, even I had my round table, I think we had seven people on it and wow. and trying to hold that skype connection together I look like bb8 in the last jedi when he's trying <laughs> to fix the x-wing for Poe
1: and I had all the <laughs> like there's got to be a meme out there somewhere for it but and I, it, I always make the joke that there's Star Wars podcasting bylaws that when certain things happen, we all have to talk about it. Yes. You know, when a trailer drops, everyone has to comment on it. Yes. When the new movie comes out, we all have to review it. It's it's part of the rules of the game at this point.
0: Absolutely. but well, We even have, I know the last couple of years when uh, Celebration was going on, people at Celebration were having their podcasts on site or commenting on the experience of being at Celebration. And then we have other podcasters that are talking about not being at Celebration and right. and the way I think Mark uh, from Talk Star Wars said it best when you when we're at Celebration it's almost like you're looking at a tapestry but you're nose to nose with it or you're nose to nose with this beautiful painting and you can't take it all in but everybody else at home that we're watching from YouTube were able to have that god's eye view where they can see the entire convention floor they can see every panel they can see when when you're on the floor we couldn't get to everything so we had both experiences on it throughout the network so that was it's everybody touches on everything um okay so i'm gonna go to uh to
2: dave commonwealth like who who roped you in how would you hear about it like Well, when we started the podcast, uh, we started December 1st. Uh, so it's still really pretty, pretty new for a podcast. And, uh, I started diving in. I tend to be an obsessive uh, personality. So when I'm doing something, I dive in all the way. And so I was downloading every possible Star Wars podcast I could, listening to different ones, jumping on Twitter, interacting with every podcast. I created a list of nothing but Star Wars podcasts, and I would go to my Twitter feed and just interact with everybody. And there was a group of podcasts that stood out both in the the way that they interacted uh, with listeners and fans And um, the quality of the content and the conversation. And it kept uh, every time I'd listen to the podcast, I'd hear something about this Star Wars Commonwealth group. And I didn't have any idea who they were. So um, being the sort of overachiever that I tend to be, I think it was like after episode four that we did, I reached out to uh, the Commonwealth and said, hey, what would have to happen for me to be a part for us to be a part of this this network? And, uh, I think it was Kyle from tumbling saber responded back and he was basically like, well, I think let's wait until you've actually gotten a few more episodes in the can and, and some different things like that. Um, and so, uh, he said that they were going to be looking at doing some things in January. Uh, we kept things pushing forward. And then towards the middle end of January, I reached out to him again and, uh, we, we decided to move forward, which was really interesting, the timing of it. It happened right on the heels of Sam and Nate and I having the chance to go to the uh, Collider IMAX screening uh, that took place here in Los Angeles. Um, the screening of The Last Jedi at the IMAX headquarters um, followed up with a Q&A from Ryan Johnson. Right, and uh, we had some a really cool moment, couple of moments. I got to ask a stupid question about whether or not Chewbacca ate the porg, um, uh-huh. which was fun. But um, it was really neat. Um, BB Nate uh, had this question that he had created in his head uh, for the entire, you know, three or four days that we were preparing to go to this and hadn't really talked about it much with us. And about halfway through the Q and a, I look over at him and he's really upset. Like, you know, you could tell he was frustrated. You could see it on his face. And I was like, what are you upset about? He's, he tends to be, uh, an, an introvert, uh, by nature. And if you've listened to the podcast, you know, sometimes I have to pull his, his comments out of him a little bit and that's just his personality. And so he was really intimidated in this, Q and a by the fact that Ryan Johnson was there and he was going to, ha- you know, if you wanted to ask a question, he's act- asking the director and writer of uh, the newest star Wars movie that he absolutely loved. And there was 150 people in the room and I look over at him and he's uh, got this real intense look on his face. And I ask him what's wrong. He's like, I really wanted to ask a question. And I said, well, you know, buddy, you're going to have to just raise your hand and do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, uh, he got, he, he wasn't going to do it. And then all of a sudden uh, Steven Weintraub, uh, from Collider who was uh, moderating the discussion said, all right, we're going to just do a rapid fire here and, uh, see what happens. And I look over at Nathan and he's got this different look in his eyes. He's got a fire (laughs) in his eyes and I'm like, what's going on, buddy? And he says, I'm going to ask my question. I'm like, well, you know, they just, they had just announced that Ryan Johnson was going to stay afterwards and do autographs and pictures. And so I think you can ask Ryan, uh, then if you want, he's like, no, I want to ask it now. And it's the next time that Steven, uh, open the floor for questions, BB Nate's hand shot up and he asked about the name of the, the Porg on the millennium Falcon. Right. Uh, Was there a name and Ryan Johnson, uh, which, you know, you may not like a lot of people we know have a a real problem with the last Jedi. Um, And there's, there's a divide uh, among fans about it. But I, I think it's important for us to know that regardless of whether or not you like the movie, Ryan Johnson truly is a fan of star Wars and he loves the fans as well. And, uh, we saw that at, at celebration where he was coming out, hanging out with the people that were waiting for the panel and all that. And, uh, he looked at Nate and said, you know, uh, what do you think the name of the Porg on the millennium Falcon is? And Nathan had, had created this idea. He named him after our dog. Our dog's name is Buster. And he turned the syllables around and said, Turbus. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, Ryan says point looks at the camera and says, Pablo, uh, obviously, referring to Pablo <laughs> Right. Chicago, yeah. Because Pablo, if you're listening to this, that porg's name is Turbis, and uh, that it was literally the next week that we were launching with uh, the Commonwealth, and so it was a fun couple of weeks for us. A lot of uh, new listeners, a lot of new activity because of that, and so um, we've been nothing but thrilled with with being a part of the Commonwealth. It's been a blast.
0: That's awesome. That is yeah. I've I've, I've heard the the legend of Turbis. <laughs> obviously like, <laughs> but this is awesome now we got the definitive story right here on the roundtable so we're going to take a quick break we're going to tell you how you can become a patron for the uh, Talk Star Wars and become a VIP and maybe get yourself onto this roundtable in the future so uh, we'll be right back and we're going to actually jump in with these two guys to talk about uh, what the goings on in Star Wars at the moment so we'll be right back
2: If you'd like to support what we do here at Talk Star Wars then head to patreon.com forward slash talkstarwars and become a patron. Your support will help us as we expand our programming to include further shows and in return you'll get access to an exclusive VIP Facebook group, a monthly prize draw, weekly Facebook live sessions,
1: priority release podcasts, an exclusive daily podcast
2: and a whole lot more. Head to Patreon.com forward slash Talk Wars today and become a TSW patron.
0: And we're back. So it wouldn't be a roundtable we, unless we talked a little Star Wars. <laughs> we're just you know ta- talking about our ourselves and our own personal shows and everything else, and which is great. But uh, it's been a busy, busy landscape as of late. I know um, this right now. It's Saint Patrick's Day. And last night, The Last Jedi, sorry, was available uh, to purchase online. The Blu-rays and 4Ks don't come out till March 27th. I know here in Canada, I'm pretty sure it's the same all over North America. And uh, we had the solo movie coming out in May. We had the rebels finale just a few weeks ago we have this john favreau news and of course we got uh, ryan johnson's movies or whatever he's doing coming out and we also have the uh, game of thrones guys got stuff coming out so tons to talk about so i'm gonna just throw a dart at the board here and maybe just pick i'll throw it to tim first john favreau um what do you what are you thinking about about this pickup by lucasfilm
1: I think it's great. Uh, you know, he's proven himself over the last 20 years to be a real journeyman behind the camera, story-wise and you know, directing-wise. And uh, yeah, I think he's got the experience to lead this crew. I, at this point, we we don't know anything, so anything we say is just pure speculation. But when it comes to him being the leader of the show, the showrunner, I'm all for it. I don't think he's done television before, though. But honestly, is a Star Wars TV show going to be like a traditional TV show? Or is it going to be something new? I'm just imagining it being more cinematic than any other show we've ever seen. And, I mean, that's saying a lot. I mean, Game of Thrones is a movie every week these last couple seasons. So uh, I think uh, I'm all for it. Uh, I can't wait to find out who he gets as his writing crew. I can't wait to learn uh, more about who will be directing. I mean, I'm sure he will direct at least the first episode. But when you go from there, no one out there directs every episode of a TV series anymore. That's just not the way it's done. So, uh, uh, again, looking forward to it. I just wish we knew more details. I want to know when it takes place in the Star Wars timeline. You know, what's the setting? Uh, so, until until the until we learn more, I'm just like I'm positive. I'm all all. It's all good
0: well i i i'm i'm in the same boat of course i'm super curious but i'm curious about all these different projects that are going on like oh, i yeah. just we, but you know what this will come in time we'll we'll have this seeped into us here and we'll be we'll get our 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 will you no know, short as a star wars in the future but with john Favreau, like all he has to do is he's like i made iron man 1 i started this and <laughs> M- i started this mcu like and that's just That'd be like going in for a, a football interview and showing off your Super Bowl ring. Like you know, it's just it's what else you need, especially yeah. in in a, in a genre like very a sci-fi fantasy. You know what I mean like it, it, based in real people but not real experiences? You know, like it's it's there. There's a lot of similarities. So I have complete faith. He's gonna he's gonna knock us out of the park. Now again, if I I won't be afraid if I don't like it. It won't be. You I know, mean, I won't be a, There's a lot of people out there that are just Star Wars apologists. That like anything that comes out of Lucasfilm is fantastic. Well, you I know, mean, we've <laughs> learned over the last few months not everybody
1: goes by that. You know, I have a I have a phrase I want to share that I I say all the time on the show is that all Star Wars is good Star Wars, even the not so great Star Wars. <laughs> yes, I gotta there, get that on a T-shirt one of these days. There's something else. <clears throat> it's
0: something uh, I think that's there's uh, an old joke about sex and pizza. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, so we are PG. We're not going to get into the joke. So, but um, uh, Dave, what do you think? What do you think of this John Fiverr stuff?
2: Oh, uh, well, I love it. I think that the way he launched the MCU with Iron Man, I, I, you know, like you guys were saying, is um, that that bodes really, really well. Um, I also think that his ability to make CG characters look real um, with what he did with Jungle Book, um, and he's also doing this new Lion King. Um, film that's coming out as well. I think that he's got some some skills there that will help um, make a Star Wars live-action series look better than it would have otherwise. And so I'm excited to see what he does um, with that. He's got a great relationship with Disney, uh, because of the work that he's done with the MCU and these other movies. Um, and I think that they, you know, w- with the reaction to The Last Jedi, I'm pretty confident that Lucasfilm and Disney is being very, very careful right now about what they bring into the the mix and who they're working with. Um, it was a f- great financial success, but I think that they need to, they know that they need to uh, make sure that the fans are getting a little bit more fan service and stuff. And I think that he can do that. But the problem I have, every time I see John Fabreau, I keep thinking about the fat friend of Rudy uh, yeah. from the Rudy movie. Yes. Uh, and that, that needs help picking up chicks. And so every time I see him, I can't help but think about that. So yes, uh, but he did get the girl. He did get so, the girl. So.
1: <laughs> see, i and the think limo swingers. <laughs> yep. There I, you. I was thinking about that where it's too. the opposite. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> He's a- that's funny. Awesome. Okay, well we're going to switch gears. Um uh, Dave, I'm going to throw it back to you right away. We just had uh, I'm sure the UK is caught up by now. By the time our patrons get this, this is like a quick release for the patrons, but we'll be rolling out this episode a little later in the month. Rebels is finished. Um you you well obviously you've got two boys. Yeah. And and we we know them. <laughs> so what did they yeah. uh, um if they haven't heard it on your show, what what was the reaction
2: in your household? The uh Watching the final, the finale, especially the last uh, hour-long episode or forty-five minute, whatever it ended up being uh, episode, they were um, we were really worried about, Kay- or excuse me, about Ezra. Uh, they had had really grown attached to that. Star Wars Rebels was where they entered into Star Wars fandom, right? Um, and so this was a big deal for them. Uh, I think that they loved what happened with Ezra, the journey that he went on in all four seasons, and uh, they were really thrilled that he didn't die. <laughs> at yes. the end. Um, uh, and and the fact that there's that open-ended um, you know, future for Ezra and for Thrawn, and now that Ahsoka, which they loved that, uh, that Ahsoka came back uh in that and and she's with Sabine, I think that they they were extremely excited about it. Um, but I think that they're cu- curious to see what the end of the story is. And so they're hoping for uh this new sort of teased animated series that hasn't been officially announced yet, but Filoni has gone on, on record in the last couple of weeks saying is coming uh, mm-hmm. in the future. I think that they're really hoping that it continues those ideas um, uh, with it. Uh,
0: I think with rebels, what they did at the end, they ticked a whole lot of boxes. Ahsoka's back. So you got yeah. all the the animated fans all the way back to the Clone Wars are super pleased, and uh, Sabine, a great character, moves on. You answer the question of like, where's Ezra and Kanan during the original trilogy? You answer this question. Uh, you you even uh, the the legacy fans, where's Thrawn? Like you know yeah. what? Aside from obviously uh, Leia and Han's twins and born, like uh, the the story the skeleton of the Thrawn trilogy could almost fit in canon without, yeah, obviously, it really with, could. obviously right. without the twins. Without, you mean? Um, you but know, we our, do have Jason now. We do have Jason, <laughs> so you know. Uh, but you know, like, there's aside from you know, where was Thrawn during the, the during the OT? Well, this is it's kind of the same. So it's not yeah. obviously legacy will have to or Legends will have to stay Legends, and you, there's be a lot of tweaks, but. I, all these boxes were ticked and you had the tragedy of um, a Kanan even yeah. giving himself up. Now you have uh, Jason Sendula. Like this is like you, we know Hera. We've been getting hints through comics and through uh, the Forces of Destiny little clips on YouTube. We know Hera lasts all the way and we know she's in Rogue One where you hear her name announced right. her and you see Chopper and you see the ghost and now you see, you know, you know Hera was in the Battle of Endor, like it just a little, it just I think they did a great job wrapping it up but giving uh like something more at the end and like every single Star Wars movie, show, book or anything regardless how um regardless how uh, macabre is, or you look at Empire Strikes Back, you'll, regardless of how it ends on kind of a bummer, it always right. ends with hope. Yeah. You, know you mean always ends with hope. You hope Ezra's around. You hope there's more for these characters. Like, it's just, it's, I thought it was great. Tim, Um, do you, I, sh- I should have asked you before I hopped on this. Did you watch, do you watch Bulls at all? Or Oh it? yeah, of
1: course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, I, I ingest everything that comes my way. It has the Star Wars logo on it. It, it's mine, you know, <laughs> Awesome, but yeah, no, I love the way it ended. Uh, I, you know, we knew that, uh, Ezra and Thrawn had to be off the playing field before the original trilogy rolled around. And this was a great way to do it without killing them off. Uh, I, I can't wait to see what they do next. Uh, I hope we don't have to wait too long. It seems like with animation sh- animated shows that there shouldn't be a gap because kids have, short attention spans and a new generation of kids uh, and no, i want not say generation but a new group of kids uh there's, there's a new group every couple of years you know so yep. they need their own star wars we need something fast i hope we get it fast um it, right now not just with the next animation show but all these movies and tv shows it's the waiting the waiting's killing me yes. i mean yeah sure we're getting a movie a year but Ah, the weight. I I just want.
2: I want everything. (laughs) That's because we're we're in a microwave society, Tim. You know, we we, all three of us have experienced the gaps in Star Wars, and so um, I think we need to to remember to keep it balanced with that. Uh, You know, we're getting more Star Wars now than we've ever dreamed of having. When I was a kid there was, I mean, I don't know if I could have handled all the star Wars we're getting right now. <laughs> right. Um, and so, uh, you know, I totally get that. We want to hear that, but I think that that sometimes it's good to let it breathe a little bit and let people sort of digest and, and see what happens. Cause they're pushing out content faster than we could take it in. So, Well,
1: also, I think maybe it's not the weight that's killing me. It's the fact that we don't know the, when it's going to come. Right. Yeah. We know there's a new series on TV. We know this is going to be a bunch of new movies, but we just don't know when, if I had yeah. like some dates, if they could tell me, yeah, winter of twenty. 20- Twenty twenty five, okay, great. I'm good, but the <laughs> fact that we don't know the win it makes the waiting harder for me. Anyway,
0: well, also, yeah, also too. Like, it just seems like uh, wasn't it yesterday that Clone Wars was canceled, and yeah. and Disney like and, and Disney bought Lucasfilm, and now we're like two thirds of the way done this this second tri- this third trilogy. Like, it just it's it goes quick, and I don't I know like I know what you mean. Like, it just oh, we want that we want these answers, but. It will blink yeah. and it'll be. We'll be and like sure. look at Rebels is over already. And I, I thought I just started watching it like six <laughs> months ago, <laughs> but no, <laughs> it's been four years. Awesome. Um, okay, so just uh, one more thing. Just be, and before we wrap this up, we got a we got a, yet another Star Wars movie coming out in in a few months. Um, um, solo, a Star Wars story, and I wanted to uh, ask you guys. I'll throw it to Dave first. Uh, do you have a ritual? Do you have what are you doing? Um, I okay. I'm just gonna let's assume that yes, we're all buying our tickets online to get the earliest possible showing so nothing gets spoiled. That we know we're on a Star Wars podcast after all with Star Wars podcasters. <laughs> uh, so, it, Dave, do, have you started a ritual with your boys? Do you have uh something you do? Do you do a dinner first, or is there a hype thing, or is it uh, what do you do to experience a new movie? And are you what are you going to be doing
2: to experience Solo? <laughs> Well, it's been a little bit different each time. Uh, We've only had three Star Wars movies that I can watch with the boys. And so Force Awakens... Uh, let's see. We weren't able to get tickets to the earliest showing because they can't, they sold out so fast, and we got blocked out. We actually spent an hour trying to log on to the uh, the website to to de- to purchase our tickets. Couldn't get them, and ended up driving at eleven o'clock at night to the movie theater and tried to buy tickets in person. So uh, we got a second day showing on that. So our ritual for the Force Awakens was to block out everything mm-hmm. uh, going on around us for about twenty four hours, uh, which was awesome. We got in line probably, and that's I, if there is a ritual, it's getting in line. You know, five or six hours before the movie so we can get a good seat but now that we've got reserved ticketing and reserved seats here where we're at we don't have to do that this year the uh solo movie will come out the earliest showing for us here uh, will come out on the 24th of may which is my oldest son's birthday and so our ritual this year is we're going to have a birthday party at the movie theater and uh, buy buy tickets for all of his friends because again we do experiences not uh, rather than Uh, items for for celebrations and things like that. So uh, we're going to invite all of his friends together and family together. We're going to buy tickets and we're going to go see Solo a Star Wars story as a family and his friends uh, to celebrate his birthday. So we're excited about it for sure. Fantastic! Yes, it's perfect.
0: Like he couldn't, you know, he couldn't ask for a better. He better
2: was a little date. disappointed because the original release date of Episode Nine was May twenty fourth, twenty nineteen. Right. Before they moved it to December, which would have been his birthday too. So it's actually worked out this time uh, the other way. But he was disappointed when they moved that one to uh, December. Ah, yeah. uh, you get solo. <laughs>
0: um, uh, it, <laughs> Tim, do you, what's what's your Star Wars? Now that we've we've had, we'd have what three already? Now we're moving on our fourth yeah. under this Disney. Uh, logo. Uh, what's what's your Star Wars movie ritual?
1: Well, I have a son who's 15 now, and uh, since the last three movies, it's been the same. And uh, uh, you know, we we get our tickets in advance. We have I'm in the state of Maine, which is kind of a rural state. We have one IMAX screen in the entire state, so we always try to get tickets for that. The very first showing for the biggest screen in the state, we get that, uh, and then when the day rolls around. Uh, I'll admit I, I sneak him out of school a little bit early <laughs> and we, we you know, we we'll go and get a meal, um, you know, nothing too heavy because then we end up standing in line a couple of hours, even though all the local theaters do, uh, advanced seating now for some reason, they haven't done it for opening night for the IMAX screens for any movie. So it's always a mad rush. Uh, to get there early to get a nice center seat because as great as imax is if you're off to the left or the right and there's that curvature it it just bugs me personally so we have to get there so we can get center Um, and he's been great Uh, he's 15 now so uh, 12 13 when when force awakens came around Uh, even though we're sitting in line for like five hours or so Well, come on. A Star Wars
2: line is is better than being in school. Oh, it's true. (laughs)
1: And uh, the local news always shows up. And here's here's a little inside baseball. My wife works for one of the local news channels, so (laughs) we're always on the TV. You know, they're always they know us. The cameraman comes to us. We get to be on the local news and it's been great. Um, Yeah, I just uh, I'm looking forward to Solo and episode nine. Just keep doing this with him. Uh, the family tradition is that we go opening night, and that my wife and daughter don't want to face the nerd crowds. So nah, yes, <laughs> we'll go like as a whole family, like the Sunday night after it's been out a couple days, and it's it's been fun, um, and it, it's just it's uh, it's been great. And I just want to say that I love it because a couple years ago when the Clone Wars cartoon was in the theater, I took him to that thinking this would be the only opportunity in my life to take him to a Star Wars movie unless they did something like a special edition re-release. But uh, yeah, I'm glad life has changed and brought us, brought us more Star Wars. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, as far as myself, go,
0: I, I saw Force Awakens and um, Rogue One with my wife. Uh, we just got married. It'll be five years in June, so I mean this is it? Kind of lined up perfectly. La. So this year, though, we we've had a baby in between Rogue One and and the Last Jedi, so we couldn't line up. Something happened with the babysitter. At uh, I ended up having to give away my my wife's ticket to a co-worker. I know I should have stayed home, let my wife go, but <laughs> it's Star Wars. I'm sorry. Like if, any other movie, any other. Movie. You know, but so that that's that's the tradition. So hopefully we can have our our ducks in a row this time for solo because it makes it kind of a nice thing for us to do, and it's it's pretty yeah. cool. And it looks like you I mean we started this, and we were damn near newlyweds when this started when all this started rolling out. So now it's it's just something we uh, we enjoy together, and it's a nice night. And I'm glad she 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 likes Star Wars, probably not as much as I do, but you I mean and and she's she's always super unbelievably supportive supportive especially with podcasting or you I mean i got a, i'm building an r2d2 in a garage like it's <laughs> you know like I, other guys got hot rods and motorbikes and no no not her husband no <laughs>
2: <laughs> well that's what's funny because with us too you know you talk about the uh, you. this is your hobby this is your thing you do is star wars and building your your r2d2 you know for years um Sam and Nate and I had had we just couldn't find a, a common page. You know, some dads hunt with their kids, some dads fish with their kids, some da- dads, you know, fix cars with their kids and teach them how to do that. We didn't have something like that, and so this podcast for us has become that thing that we do together. And so it's it's fun how how Star Wars can can be something more than just a movie franchise or a TV series. It can actually um, be something that 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 brings memories and and has you know, a, a real world application to, to our lives. It's fun.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Excellent. Well, you know what guys, this has been fantastic. Um, I'm going to ask uh, you both where uh, people can find you and find your show and uh, even all the other good stuff. But uh, personally, I just want to say uh, officially, I know you've been welcomed on Twitter, but officially <laughs> from the star Wars Commonwealth. Welcome to the Commonwealth and it's it is a pleasure to have you both and both your shows on the, on the network. And again, it's just amazing. Another more more niches filled, more gaps. You I mean, we we thought we had it covered, but no, we didn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you very much for both being a, a part of this Commonwealth and we look forward to to an awesome future and and a, we're going to we're gonna watch your boys grow up, Dave. We're gonna yeah. We're, here, we're, we're gonna hear your boys grow up. Right, <laughs> we're, right. We're gonna, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna throw it at Tim first. Uh, tell us where they can find your
1: show and uh, your Twitter stuff and how they people yeah. can reach you and all that other good stuff. Well, well, definitely StarWarsCommonwealth.com. Go there. Everything's there. Yes, <laughs> that links. Uh, but also my personal site for the website is 12parsexpodcast.com. That's Twelve with the T W. Uh, spell it out. And from there, you'll find the links to all my social media accounts uh, on Twitter at, uh, at 12parpod. Um, again, I got I, Facebook. I, all my social media stuff is a mess because <laughs> they're not, none of them are the same name. Uh, unfortunately, when I was setting all this up, uh, I didn't really research it and some of the stuff was already taken. There was another podcast years ago that's now defunct called 12parsex. Uh, so they had some of the best names. So anyway, I send people to the website, 12parsexpodcast.com. You'll find links to all my social media accounts there. Please follow me. Say hi, whatever. I'm I'm happy to talk with you. (laughs) Awesome.
0: Uh, Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to let you know a little secret. I have a weekly podcast I do, and I have a a Twitter account for that. And as a co-host, I also have my own Twitter account, which is uh, I'll tell you in a second, but – um, I noticed because of all the podcast interactions and all the retweets and tweets and everything else, anybody I was interested in following, like, let's say if you're following John Favreau on Twitter, it's lost in the shuffle. So I actually have a secret Twitter account that nobody knows about. So if I want to see what my favorite celebrity is up to, I want to see what William Shatner had for lunch or what, you mean, Ron Howard said on Twitter at... I have like a hundred people I follow on the side that nobody, so it doesn't get lost in the shuffle. So there's a little, nice. there's a little podcasting Twitter tip, have a secret <laughs> account. And, and, and the trick, the trick is make sure nobody follows you. <laughs> I mean, like, just, it just make it so it, it almost make it like a bot, but okay. You're you guys in the States. Don't do, don't make a bot. Um, that's <laughs> something <laughs> don't, maybe if you're in Canada, you can get away with it. But so anyway, um, Dave, tell us about uh, where people can find your show and your Twitter handles and all that other good stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like Tim said, Commonwealth uh, website, StarWarsCommonwealth.com is is a great spot to start. Uh, we also have a website, Tatooine Sons. That's S-O-N-S uh, dot com. Um, and you can find we do two, three articles at least a day um, on there. We've got our podcast stuff up there. Um, and all of our links to our social accounts are on there as well. And then on any of the social networks, um, if you're looking for us, it's just at Tatooine sons, uh, for Instagram or Twitter. And, and you can just search it on Facebook as well. So that's, awesome. uh, that's where we're at. Yeah.
0: Excellent. And you know, um, I love
2: the, the, the,
0: the double play there with the sons being Tatooine has a couple sons yeah, and it just yeah. it's 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 it, it makes it's perfect i love it so we
2: were sitting there trying to figure out the name for this and and sam our my oldest uh, he came up with it and that, and it, we ran with it. So it was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. It's, it's pretty awesome. You can find uh, myself. I am
0: at Robert MM on Twitter. And of course you can find me at talkstarwars.co.uk for all the other good stuff we have there. And do not forget about the star Wars Commonwealth. Uh, I do a weekly show. If you uh, feel like a giggle, not around your children. I do the Roman podcast that comes out Wednesdays at 3 PM Eastern every week. And uh, that's about it. That's uh that's all I got going on. So, Again, gentlemen, welcome to the Commonwealth. Thank you for being on this month's roundtable. And we will see you next time around the roundtable.